Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. First story for this week is going to be an update concerning the Super Show Go app. What is the Super Show Go app? SRG Universe has been developing for quite a long time now a mobile app for a mobile version of Super Show the Game, a computer version of Super Show the Game. It's been in alpha for quite a while. It's been in alpha. There are alpha testers, Android only. So far, from what I understand, the game in alpha is what they call a PVE experience. PVE, player versus environment, basically you versus the computer. One type of Super Show game, you playing as EDM, your opponent playing as the gold standard, no gimmicks, but cards 1 through 30, I believe the same in both decks, except for the finishes. And I believe it is using the finishes for EDM and the finishes for the gold standard. I've never played it or really seen it demoed, just some snippets here and there, but not actually a full game. Just what some people who were testing in alpha posted out there. In February, possibly at the end of January, but in February, there are going to be a number of updates to the Super Show Go app. This will primarily benefit the people who are current playtesters. It's going to be moving into beta from alpha. The number of starting competitors is going to expand. Instead of being just EDM versus the gold standard, there will be six competitors you can choose from as a player. There will be more PvE opponents. No details on that, but we'll see those. There's going to be some kind of point system, which I believe will allow you to unlock things. I don't have a lot of details on that. You will be able to unlock additional competitors in the game as you play. They are implementing gimmicks in this new February update, in the new transition to beta. They're upgrading their server so they'll be able to handle more players. And they're looking to start implementing PvP player versus player in February. So you'll be able to play against another human opponent, actual real person, through the Super Show Go app. This is all still for Android. There is currently no access if you're on an Apple device. They are working on that. They've been working on that for quite a while. They are still working on that. They will be showcasing the Super Show Go app at Long Island Tabletop Gaming Expo. This is taking place April 6th through 7th at Cradle Aviation in Garden City, New York. SRG Universe has also announced, not officially, but they did mention during the segment on Talk of the Universe where they discussed these updates, that they will also be at Long Island Tabletop Gaming Expo with Super Show the Game and possibly other games. So they'll be there April 6th through 7th. That's a Saturday and Sunday. Ticket pricing for the Expo. For both days, 50 for adults, 
Children, 4 through 12, $25. Saturday only, 35 adult, 20 children, 4 through 12. There's a family pack for one day, two adults, two children, ages 4 to 12, $75. Sunday, 30 for the adult, 15 for the child ticket. Same price for the family pack, $75. If you're in the Long Island area, check that out. SRG Universe will be there. The app team will be there demoing the app. The balloon bending, fun sending, hero making, challenge taking, twist and popping, never stopping, true entertainer of the wrestling world, Mr. Poppin' Twist, will likely be there. Haven't heard anything official from him, but he's attended many times in the past. He's actually pictured on the front page of the website, li tabletop. Dot com for the convention, for the expo, actually at the SRG Universe booth. So SRG Universe and Mr. Pop and Twist prominently featured on the Long Island Tabletop Gaming Expo website. Speaking of in-person events, we have some news concerning one of the tournaments happening the weekend of January 27th, Rumble at the Rumble. As a reminder, we have a creative competitor tournament at Highlander Games in Boonton, New Jersey, Rumble at the Rumble, January 27th. We also have Sunshine Smackdown, put on by the people at House Rules Gaming in Kissimmee, Florida, and Tantrum Con being held in North Carolina Thursday through Sunday, January 25th through 28th. SRG Universe and the SRG BOSS will be at that event. We have Rumble at the Rumble news. First, they've announced that after the main Creative Competitor Tournament, they're going to have a Grand Battle event. If you want to be one of the players playing in these Grand Battle matches, it's a $15 entry fee if you would like to participate. We also have news about the LFF World Heavyweight Championship. The championship is going to be defended at Rumble to Rumble. The challenger, Everett Stevens, who won the Grand Battle match at Grand Gathering 3, is taking on the champion, Brian, wait for it, Schmidt. It's going to be a stipulation match. Both players in the match have the opportunity to reach out to General Manager John Clace and request two stipulations, two stipulations per player, that they did not want to be used in the match. The stipulations that were chosen, and I don't know who chose what, the stipulations that were chosen were Ring of Fire, Beast Unchained, Lumberjack, and Raven's Blood Cemetery. So those were eliminated from the possibilities as far as the stipulations were concerned. After that, the general manager chose a stipulation. We now know that the LFF World Heavyweight Championship will be defended January 27th by Brian Schmidt against challenger Everett Stevens, the star maker, in a tables match. It's going to be a tables match next weekend. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Next weekend is going to be a big weekend in Super Show the Game in the Legendary Fighting Federation. The next two weekends are going to be big because the weekend afterwards is 
Captain Con is the SRG Awards. I normally do an award show. I'm definitely going to do an award show after the SRG Awards are given out where we react to the awards. It looks like Mark Perry and I will be back to do a special about the award show. We may do a special about the nominees prior to the awards being given out if the nominee list is released with enough time for us to do that. Last year, it was released, I believe, the day before the award show, so that wasn't possible to do a pre-award show, but we may do both. I'll give you more news when I have more information. Product releases. Last week, I talked about the Rumble Lotteries. They had two open, two for the men's, two for the women's. Those two have filled up. They did open up a third for the men's and a third for the women's. Brief recap, you buy the lottery, your ticket's $30 per spot. Men's or women's, they randomly give you a number, 1 through 30. If the Royal Rumble winner, if their entrant number matches the number you're given, you win a creative competitor in Super Show the Game. For the first two Royal Rumble lotteries, when you bought your ticket, you received a limited Chibi Altart competitor card, not the full set, just a card. You could choose one of six different competitors. I believe going from memory was Snake Pit, Sage the Wicked Witch, Chamomile T, Pop Wheelie, The Rising Sun, and The Big Shot. For the third lotteries, it's a five-card promo pack. You just let them know you want the five-card promo pack. That is what you will get with this third round of lotteries. I don't know if there will be a fourth round. No idea. I would assume it depends on whether or not this round sells out. Also in product news, we have a new competitor set released Friday. Friday, Candy Shop Talk. Likely nominee for Best Super Show Show, interviewed Jordan Oliver of Young, Dumb, and Broke. You can watch that interview at twitch.tv slash candyshoptalk. No spaces. Check that out if you're interested in learning more about Jordan Oliver. During that interview, they announced on behalf of SRG Universe that there is going to be a new Jordan Oliver competitor set competitor card, and finishes, and that released on supershowthegame.com. It is currently available for sale. If you want to get the new competitor set, $20 for a brand new Jordan Oliver. Not sure if you can use the old finishes from the original Jordan Oliver competitor with this. You can look at that. The gimmick allows you to play cards with Avalanche in the name as leads, when you roll your printed 10, your power. All of the finishes for the new set have Avalanche in the name. So I don't know if you would ever want to mix and match finishes between the old set and the new set. But that is out. That is the product news. In related product news, the Fill the Van charity campaign that SRG Universe runs annually has ended. As part of that campaign, People who donated to the campaign were entered into a raffle. They had a drawing for that raffle on the last episode of Talk of the Universe. They drew 
five winners. Those winners were Yasmin, Possum Kang, Matt Viveris, and a double winner, Dizzy Derailed. Dizzy Derailed won twice. So congratulations to all four of the winners for winning that raffle. Faction Wars 5 update. And I want to thank Jeff McPeak. Jeff McPeak is tracking the Faction Wars 5 results. He posted that on the SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook. Very special thanks to Jeff McPeak for putting in this work. We're currently in Phase 2. There are eight teams left in Phase 2. In the first matchup, we have the Big Picture versus Just Business. The Big Picture so far has earned seven points, with Mitchell Manja earning three of those seven, and Just Business has earned six points. Very tight race. Next, we have the New World Order versus the Collective. The New World Order has earned one point. The Collective has earned four points. The big guy who's their specialist player has earned all four of those points, winning the Tornado Tag Team match and the Trios match. So congratulations to him on that. Good showing from him. In the Paradise versus the Constellation match, Paradise has earned zero points. The Constellation has earned three points. Candyman Dan putting on a big showing, helping them earn those three points. And then the final matchup, the Higher Class versus Star Maker Productions. No points have been scored so far by either faction. That's where we are with Faction Wars 5, Phase 2. Again, thank you to Jeff McPeak. And then before I talk about online tournaments and featured matches from this past week, I have a little bit of news about the 2024 Creator Competitor Competition. As a reminder, the deadline for entry is January 31st. You're going to send the name of your competitor, their physical description slash ring gear description, how they learned about the LFF, why they want to join, any other biographical information or information you want them to know. You're going to email that to Pat Mulligan at stuman9 at hotmail.com. stuman9 at hotmail.com. They're encouraging people to enter sooner than the deadline because they may limit the entry for how many non-WWX people can be in the Create a Competitor competition. They even mentioned it could be as few as eight players and eight people from the wrestling school WWX. We'll have to find out. I'm not a big fan of that. To me, that should have been announced up front and not you know, as late as last Wednesday. In my opinion, you should take everybody that enters up to the deadline. If you didn't want to take that many, you should either tell them, here's how many spots there are, first come, first serve, or move up the deadline. In my opinion, once you establish, you have until the 31st to make your entry in. They should take all entries received by the 31st. I don't think it's fair to the potential entrance to announce a deadline and that's the only condition on being an entrant is that you get your entry in prior to the deadline. And then during the entry period, I would say quite late into the entry period, 
announcing additional conditions. I'm not a fan of that. But that's the news about the 2024 CCC. And now let's talk about the online tournaments and featured matches. I'm going to start with the first big pay-per-view event from the Big Picture Premium. The Big Picture Premium put on New Year's Retribution. It was streamed live Monday night on their Twitch page, twitch.tv slash bigpicturepremium, no spaces. You can watch it. You can watch their corded version now if you missed it. They had four matches on the match card. The opening match, a grudge match between the Misfit playing as Matt Cardona and Mothman playing as the Rising Sun. The Misfit was pretty dominant in this match, but the Mothman fought hard. The Misfit hits the first finish at crowd meter zero. No stipulation here. Mothman kicks out, hits the next finish at crowd meter one. Mothman kicks out. The match goes to crowd meter two. The Misfit hits the finish. This time, the Mothman can't kick out. And so the Misfit wins the opening match of New Year's Retribution. Congratulations to the Misfit. The next match, an even bigger grudge match. Jeremy Steigerwald, currently my brother in banishment, banished from being eligible for championship opportunities for championship matches in the Legendary Fighting Federation because of a whole selling a championship belt scandal. He challenged the general manager of the division for whom he was accused of selling the belt, the Judge Tim Riley. The Judge Tim Riley, general manager of the Deep Six Championship, playing as Cruel, takes on Jeremy Steigerwald, playing as his own creation, Practicite. If Practicite, if Jeremy Steigerwald wins, the Judge Tim Riley must go to general manager John Clace and say, He's cleared of all charges. He's innocent. Left the band. This match does not go very long. Only goes to crowd meter zero. The winner of this match, Jeremy Steigerwald. So now the judge Tim Riley will go to bat for Jeremy Steigerwald and see if he can leave the brotherhood. I hope he does. Being banned from shots at belts stinks. So I hope you get unbanned. I hope you get reinstated as general manager of the Play Pure division. The third match on the match card for New Year's Retribution, the Midwest Coast Tag Team Championship match. There is a stipulation here. It's a dark match. Spotlight cards are blank. The discard pile for all players is not public knowledge. The challengers in this match, representing the Universe, are the tag team of the Foreman, playing as Jigsaw, and the Meeple, playing as the Meeple's champion. The champions are the tag team known as the New Hotness. The once-in-a-generation generational talent, Brock Smith, playing as Scott Prime, and Mitchell Manja, playing as Chloe Mott. This is probably the longest match of the night. It ends up going to crowd meter one. The winners at crowd meter one Still champions the new hotness. Congratulations to the new hotness for your victory. The main event of New Year's Retribution is for the Hollywood Heavyweight Championship. The champion 
is Eddie Fury with himself, with the Eddie Fury competitor card. The challenger was originally going to be Jorjito International Cool. There was some sort of malfeasance. Somebody may have taken a bat to the potential challenger. I don't know all the details. But Jorjito, unable to participate, he is replaced by Long Balls Larry. Long Balls Larry cut a promo Saturday, wanting a shot at the champion. And the Phil Birch, the man running this event, granted that shot. So Long Balls Larry playing as himself. Takes on Eddie Fury playing as Eddie Fury. Very short match. Very early in the match, Eddie Fury plays the follow-up strike missed in the face. As part of the text of that card, if it is stopped, the player playing the card loses the match via disqualification. Long balls, Larry says, I'm not going to let you spit missed in my face. You can't disrespect me. Stops the card. Wins the match. Long Balls Larry wins the championship match. However, the championship cannot change hands on a disqualification. So Eddie Fury losing the match remains champion because Long Balls Larry, the winner, can't become champion winning via disqualification. So congratulations to Long Balls Larry. Eddie Fury lives to fight another day. We also had this Monday, Monday Night Fights. This was an online tournament, 12 players, group stages, three groups, four players per group. Each player plays the other three in their group. Top two records per group advance to the top cut. So we have a top cut of six. Two buys into the semifinals. The remaining four play two per singles match. Winner of each singles match joins the two players with a buy in the top four. Your top four were your two semifinalists. Zach Ashley playing as Leo the Law, and Rowdy Ron playing as Liger. Your finalists were Chris Pagillo playing as his own creation, Mr. Match of the Year, and Chris Pate playing as Andreas Fiesta, with the winner, Chris Pate as Andreas Fiesta. Congratulations to Chris Pate for winning Monday Night Fights. Tuesday, after the dojo, we have another featured match. The LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championship on the line. Like all LFF Tri-State Championship matches, this is a New York Rules match. The match starts at crowd meter one. There are no disqualifications. The challengers here are the tag team known as I Don't Effin' Know. Fotista playing as the second version of Mr. Snap. And Thebes Pinckney playing as JT Dunn. Your champions are the Lords of New York. The Lord of the Dance, playing as Jamie Senegal, and the New York Phenom, playing as Johnny T. This match ends up going to crowd meter two. The winners of this match, fairly dominant in the back half of the match. They're able to shut down one of their opponents with the headlock punch card, one of the cards that prevents double teaming. Very strong line of cards in this game. The winners, still champions at Crowd Meter 2, the Lords of New York. Congratulations to the Lords of New York for a successful defense. Their next challengers, who were announced a few days afterwards, are going to be a tag team that's had a lot of success in LFF Online League tag matches. 
the tag team of Chris Pagillo and Google Docs Dan. Congratulations to them for being the next contenders for the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championship. Thursday night fights. The next big tournament for this week. 20 players in this tournament. Four groups, five players per group. Each player plays the other four in the group. Top two records advance into the top cuts. We have stipulations in the top cut. In the quarterfinal round, all of the matches are tables matches. In the semifinal round, they're all steel chain matches. The finals match is a ladder match. Your semifinalists in this week's tournament are Alec Ventresca as Jacob Fatu and Matt Nealon as Colt Cabana, the original version of Colt Cabana. Your finalists are Yasmin as Ricky Riot and Simple Chuck as Big Bad Bobby D with the winner, Simple Chuck as Big Bad Bobby D. Congratulations to Simple Chuck. As a result of winning this match, he will get a future shot for a membership ring against the SRG boss. He'll play him. If he wins, he gets a membership ring. A prized possession in the Legendary Fighting Federation. Again, congratulations to him. From what I understand, the winner of next week's Thursday Night Fights will earn himself the same prize. This brings us to Sunday Night Fights. There were only two matches on the card for Sunday Night Fights. Both long, intense matches. The first match was for the American Interstellar Harder Core 23-7 Championship. The champion going into the match, Matty Bar 1, playing as the original Overdog. The challenger, the Meeple, playing as his own creation, the Meeple's champion. Standard singles match goes to crowd meter one. The winner, new champion, the Meeple. Congratulations to the Meeple for your victory. The next match, the final match of the night, was the season 11 finals of the online league. I normally don't report about the online league, but I will here because it was the final match of Sunday Night Fights. The two men that made the finals of the league were James Booker playing as Gia de los Muertos and Trey Cantrell playing as Snake Pit. They face off in a main event stipulation match. The match ends up going to crowd meter two. James Booker has the early advantage hitting the finish at crowd meter zero and crowd meter one, but Unable to put away Trey Cantrell. And at crowd meter two, Trey Cantrell hits the finish. James Booker must roll a 10 to break out. He does not. And so Trey Cantrell wins the online league finals. Congratulations to Trey Cantrell. That is pretty much going to do it for this week's episode of the Outbound Mudcast. As far as online tournaments are concerned, there's nothing currently listed on supershowthegame.com. I expect there will be a Monday night tournament. There will likely be a Thursday night tournament. Dojo Tuesday night, twitch.tv slash srguniverse. Tournaments coming up this weekend. Sunshine Smackdown, 10 a.m. start time. Not at House Rules Gaming, but at the Holiday Inn Resort in Orlando, Lake Buena Vista. They'll have the Create a Competitor Tournament. 
There's supposed to be a Deep South Tag Team Championship match. There will be an Old School Pack 2 event after the CAC, after the Creative Competitor Tournament. 10 a.m. January 27th. Rumble at the Rumble. Noon, January 27th. Highlander Games, Boonton, New Jersey. Create a competitor tournament. Grand battle match afterwards. I talked about that earlier. $15 event. There will be competitors given out as prizing. The Mark Jeff Bravo is booked for that grand battle match. Featured matches, the LFF World Heavyweight Championship, the LFF Tag Team Championship. We may see an LFF Tri-State Championship match. The Intergalactic Championship match. Those are the featured matches at Rumble at the Rumble. Tantrum Con, North Carolina, January 25th through January 28th. The SRG, BOWS, and SRG Universe will be there. After that, of course, Captain Con. First weekend of February, February 2nd through February 4th. After that, February 24th. Bluebell will have their Create a Competitor Tournament in East Norton, Pennsylvania at Alternate Universes. Also featured match, January 31st, the LFF Trios Championship. The Grump, the champion, will take on Challenger, the Brain. The winner of that match, his next contender will be the prize fighter, Simon Davner. If the Brain comes out of the championship match, if Bob Dunn is the new LFF Trios champion. That match will happen at the Blue Bell Creative Competitor Tournament. So big things coming up. With that being said, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I would like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.